coming up. But, and the same is true for you. And as pastor, what I want to do is get all of our gifts and all of our abilities synergized so that we become this force where we got the right people sitting in the right seat on yeah. the bus yeah. and doing the right things. Yeah. And then the force of us working together just be tremendous production for the kingdom of God. Amen. And it's my job to try to get us there. So don't get mad at me if I question you, because I'm trying to figure out, okay, where where does the where do you where do you need to sit on the bus? Yeah. Okay, I'm trying to figure it out, you know, so that, that, that it can be for the common good of us all. Right. If we can get you utilizing your gifts and abilities right. in the right way, in the right area, in the right place. That's what God put us here. That's why God put us here. Right. Hello and thank you for joining us on One by One, the podcast ministry of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. Jesus never said following him would be easy. In fact, many of his teachings reveal the difficulties and struggles of this life and the effort it takes to truly live out our salvation. Join us for the series, Making Every Effort, where Pastor Rob and his wife Carolyn challenge us to examine our walk with Jesus Christ and how well we are striving to be like him. Here's the eighth message in the series, Living Out Your Calling, part two. And so um, we get some more insight on this idea of producing specific kinds of fruit in 1 Corinthians 12, 14 to 17. It says this, even so, the body is not made up of one part, but of many. So it's talking about the body, the body of Christ, and which though believers are all a part of. Verse 15 reads on. Now, if the foot should say, because I am not a hand, mm -hmm. I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason stop being a part of the body. So we see it's distinguishing the difference between a foot and a hand. Mm -hmm. And as you guys know, a hand does some different things than the foot. Mm -hmm. But we've seen some, some, we've seen some phenomenal things that people can do with their feet, particularly people who don't have hands. They've learned to use their feet like hands. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it's not quite the same, but it gets the job done, right? right? But the point is here I'm making is that a foot is different than a hand, mm -hmm. different right? Purposes, it's yeah. different purposes. And verse 16 goes on to say, and if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason stop being a part of the body. Mm -hmm. So these are all parts of the body, and you're a part of the body, whether you're eye, a foot, an ear, an eye. And so and, and so we see some other body parts, right? Verse 17 goes on to say, if the whole body were an eye, mm -hmm. where would the sense of hearing be? Mm -hmm. In other words, how will you hear if, if everything's an eye? And if it goes on to say, if the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? So we see a reference to the nose. Mm -hmm. So the idea for the body to be whole, then it needs all these different functions, mm -hmm. all these different productions or, or of, of, you know, that will benefit the good of the whole body. Mm -hmm. So again, the point being is that 
we must produce specific kinds of fruit. Now, and, uh, and, um, and, and metaphorically, I don't know if you're a hand, an eye, a foot, a nose, or an ear. Mm-hmm. God knows, though. That's right. And God is not expecting the eye to hear. Right. All right. God is not expecting the foot to be a hand. Mm-hmm. God is not expecting the ear to smell. Mm-hmm. So this is where the different kinds of fruit can come in within the body of Christ. Amen. And so we can, you know, transpose different things into that in terms of our giftings. As we talked about the gift of healing, you know, the gift of, of there's the gift of prophecy and there's several, many, many more gifts, mm-hmm. but they do what they do. I don't know which ones are yours, but you will produce something that my, that I won't. That's right. This is another reason that why we need each other, mm-hmm. because there's something God will do through you that he won't necessarily do through me. It's because we produce different kinds of fruit. Amen. Okay. Amen. My wife is phenomenal with administrative stuff. That's not my cup of tea. But because I've been married to her for 35 years, I've learned some administrative um, practices. Okay, she's taught me some things. It's still not my cup of tea. Okay, I get overloaded sometimes, and 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 it's just it gets too much, and I just be want to scream. Well, my wife, she handles, she just juggles it all like it's nothing. And I just sit back and I'm in amazement, and I watch her fruit of juggling. I'm like, how she do that? Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. her gift. <laughs> and that's how she does it. The same is true for you and I. There's something that God has given us to do that you can make it look easy to the ones of us that struggle with it because we're producing different kinds of fruit. Amen. And so look what it says here in Matthew 25, 15. To the one, speaking of the parable of the talents or the bags of gold again, to the one he gave five bags of gold to another two bags, and to another one, to another one bag, according to his ability. Amen. So this brings in another element of why we produce different kinds of fruit. Because even the bags of gold that was given was given according to their abilities. In other words, God gave them the right amount of por- or the the right thing and the right portion mm-hmm. that would that would marry well with their ability mm-hmm. with the, with their ability so again this is why it'll look a little different yeah because we are all different we all got different abilities we all can handle different things. As I was talking, saying a minute ago about my wife, she, administratively, she can handle all of this. You, administratively for me, I just want this right here. That's all I want. Mm-hmm. You give me any more than that, I'm just going to drive me crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's just gonna, I'm just going to lose it because mm-hmm. it's too much for me. Mm-hmm. But And the same is true for you. And as pastor, what I want to do is get all of our gifts and all of our abilities synergized. So that we become this force where we got the right people sitting in the right seat on the bus and doing the right things. And then the force of us working together just be tremendous production for Mm -hmm. the kingdom of God. And it's my job to try to get us there. Mm -hmm. 
So don't get mad at me if I question you, because I'm trying to figure out, okay, where where does the where do you where do you need to sit on the bus? Yeah. Okay, I'm trying to figure it out, you know, so that that, that it can be for the common good of us all. Right. If we can get you utilizing your gifts and abilities right. in the right way, in the right area, in the right place. That's what God put us here. That's why God put us here. And abilities. Right. Yeah. And using the gift and gifts and abilities is the place, using our gifts and abilities is the place where we will produce the most fruit. Man. The fruit will be the largest. It will, it will be the most significant when we're using our gifts and abilities. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you, but I want to do some big things. I want to be used for some big things for God. Amen. And the place in which I can be used in that way mm-hmm. is where my gifting is. Mm-hmm. I understand that. So yeah. that's where I want to put my focus yeah. because it's going to produce the most fruit for the kingdom. And it's going to help me confirm my calling. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's going to help me confirm my calling. All right. So see on your paper, what will confirming your calling do? Our calling do for us. What will confirming our calling do for us? I want to give you a couple things. One, it will guarantee we will not become who we used to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it will guarantee that we will not become who we used to be. That's right. We're becomers. We're becomers. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I don't want to be that old Rob. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. I don't want to go back to that. Yeah. Okay. Look what it says here in Second Peter 1.10. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, make every effort to confirm your calling and election. For if you do these things, you will never stumble. Wow. If you do these things, you will never stumble. Never stumble, it says. You see the promise in the text? Yes. That if you confirm your calling... By growing spiritually and the things that we mentioned earlier, producing fruit, all of that, you will never stumble, it says. That's one of his many thousands of promises. Amen. 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 It says you will, it didn't say you will likely not. It says, no, you won't. You will never stumble. You will never stumble. stumble. Now, I want to be clear about what it means here Mm -hmm. to not to stumble. Yeah. And depending upon your take on certain theological um, beliefs, you may interpret this differently. But we've walked through the context of this passage here. In fact, this is the third week that we spent on it because we did Growing Spiritually Part 1, Growing Spiritually um, Part 2, and now we're into Confirming our calling and living out our calling. And so the whole context here, as we look at it all, we see spiritual growth is at the root of it all. Mm -hmm. Spiritual growth is at the root of it all. And if we just keep it within the context of everything that is saying, when it says never stumble, it's not talking about losing salvation. 
Remember, the context is growth. Right. Right. Given all that we need to live a holy life, given um, uh, God's precious promises. So the context is not um, uh, losing salvation. The context is in stumbling is that you won't become or return or fall back to what you used to be. Okay. That that's what it's talking about. So if you want to continue your incline and you want to continue to become who God has called you to become Mm -hmm. according to his purposes, then you, we need to grow spiritually. We need to confirm our calling by growing spiritually, by being fruitful, by being producing specific kinds of fruit based upon our gifting. We need to do that in order to receive this promise of never stumbling or falling back to who we used to be. See, we will sin. We're going to sin from time to time, Mm -hmm. but we don't have to become the sinner we used to be. That's right. Even when we sin, okay, you don't have to go back to the, that old you before salvation that pre-salvation. You don't have to go back there. If you do what the text is telling us to do. In fact, it says it promises that you won't do go back right. there. Never. If you, if you do these things. Right. All right. So you may have seen, I know we've seen, um, in, 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 in the news or with celebrities, and you may have seen this in your own life or someone else's life, somebody who fell back to what they used to be. Mm. Think about it. I know you know of some celebrities that just fell off and you're like, what happened? Yeah. They were here Mm -hmm. in every area of their life. And then all of a sudden they hit rock bottom athletes, athletes, Um, entertainers, Mm -hmm. the list is long. Mm -hmm. We've seen that in our world today. We've seen that serious decline that people were on. And when you take a closer look at it, we can see how they stopped doing, with many of them, we can see how they stopped doing these things that we listed up uh, before the four things we listed mm-hmm. to confirm our call. They, 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 they start, they start living a life that wasn't um, engaged with their purpose. Mm-hmm. They start doing things, having habits that weren't tied to their purpose. Yeah. They, they found this, these extracurricular things to do mm-hmm. and it took them away from their purpose. Mm-hmm. Okay. Man, that was the first thing we said. You got to understand that God called you with purpose. purpose. Right. right. So they got away from their purpose. Mm-hmm. We've seen that. We've seen them stop growing. Yeah. We've seen them stop growing. Like, oh, like it was a singer. It's like, that was a nice song. But that, the voice wasn't right. quite yeah, like it, was yeah. it used to be. Yeah. You know, we start seeing that, that mm-hmm. oh, it's, mm-hmm. and not quite. Right, right. Right. And then we seen them stop producing um, fruit. Yeah. They may have disappeared. They're, they're a musical artist. They disappeared for like years. Yeah. One hit wonder. And, and <laughs> haven't made a song yeah. in years. 
and they stop producing that fruit that comes from their gifting. Mm -hmm. We've seen it. We've seen it. And then we've seen them not use their, their gift to produce that thing that made their fruit special. Right. We've watched it happen. Mm -hmm. And many times as they go down that, that, that track, they end up falling off, mm -hmm. yeah. returning to what they used to be. And there, there is even no sign of the old. You can't even see it any longer. And it's because they stopped doing these things. Mm. As an example, so we can see, and I'm just using this to parallel it to what we need to do spiritually is that we have to spiritually continue to remember our purpose, mm -hmm. continue to produce fruit, continue to use our gifts to produce that special fruit. Yeah. And we need to continue to grow. We need to continue to grow. And the scripture promises to us that if we do that, we will never, we will never return to what we used, we used to be. Amen. And guess what? This can happen to any of us. All of us are susceptible. Susceptible. That's right. To fall back to what we are used to be. And again, we're not talking about salvation. The context leads to growth. Spiritual growth. Amen. Amen. And so we got to be about our father's business and stop playing around. And intentionally fulfill the call that God has on our life. So that we can confirm that call. And we got to be intentional about it. And stop playing with it. Let's use our gifts and talents for God's glory. So that we can produce fruit uh, to him. Amen. And then last thing that we can do to confirm our calling. Or what our calling confirming our calling can do for us mm -hmm. is number two, it will guarantee you will receive a rich reward in heaven. It will guarantee you will receive a rich reward in heaven. Second Peter one eleven says, and you will receive a rich welcome into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and savior, Jesus Christ. And it's saying that if you, you confirm, this is verse 11 following verse 10, by uh, making every effort to confirm the calling, it was said you're not going to stumble and then you're going to receive a rich welcome Amen. into the eternal kingdom of our Lord Jesus Christ. And to give us a picture of that or better um, explanation of it, 1 Corinthians 3, 11 through 15, it says this, for no one can lay any foundation other than the one already laid, which is Jesus Christ. If anyone builds on this foundation using gold, silver, costly stones, wood, hay, or straw, their work will be shown for what it is because the day will bring it to light. It will be revealed by fire and the fire will test the quality of of each person's work. If it was, if it has been built, if, if, what it, has. if what has been built survives, the builder will receive a reward. 
If it is burned up, the builder will suffer loss, but yet will be saved, even though only as one escaping through the flames. So we see here in the text that the fruit you can build, produce or what you build can be either gold, silver or costly stones. And these are things that can withstand the fire. Mm-hmm. Okay. In fact, um, the fire is just going to purify it. But the wood, the hay and the straw, building those things in your building or producing that kind of fruit, mm-hmm. it, it won't survive the fire. And it says you need to build the gold, the silver and the costly stone. King James says precious stones. Yeah, that's what we need to build because it will survive the test on whether or not this is fruit for the kingdom. Spiritual fruit that survives. And if you build a wood, hay, and a straw to burn up, but it says that you will be saved, um, but you just get in smoking. (laughs) 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 Right? Yeah. And so we want to guarantee this is a promise that the text is making to us mm-hmm. about res- about not returning um, to what we used to be mm-hmm. and then uh, receiving a rich reward in heaven because we grew spiritually. We were con- intentional to confirm our calling that God had on our lives for his purpose. And we were growing. We were producing fruit. And and then we can know for sure, for certainty, Mm -hmm. that when we get to heaven, there's reward waiting for us. And God's going to welcome us. He's going, he's going, the horn's going to blow. I'm I'm speaking metaphorically. Whatever's going to happen is going to be grand. It's going to blow our minds. It's going to blow our minds because your life will be tested through the fire and you will produce the gold, the silver, and the precious stones. That will be the fruit of your life. And I don't know about you, but I tell you this, I want the gold, the silver, and the precious stones to be produced in my life. All of that. Amen, amen. You've been listening to One by One. Here's a personal message from Pastor Robert. You may have never said yes to Jesus Christ. Do you know that God loved you so much that he sent his son to die for your sin? If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, pray this prayer. Lord God, I admit that I've sinned against you. I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sin. And I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life, come into my heart, take control, transform me into the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to be the first to welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to find a church where you can learn more about Jesus, draw closer to God and to other believers. God bless you. 
To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at quenchlifecf to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Join us next time. Think about this, parents, or just you and your loved ones, how you want your loved ones to remember you. You'd rather your loved ones remember you or to remember God's truths. Think about it. See, God's truths can save their soul. Remembering you doesn't do that. What's more, what are you more concerned about? Peter says, no, I, I understand. And I'm going to do some things while I'm alive. I'm going to set up some mechanisms. I'm going to uh, make arrangements. I'm going to do something so that you will remember God's truths even when I'm gone. That is a serious personal commitment to making every effort. Thank you for listening.